hysterical. It is of the dark humor variety, and I did not warn them. Uh, but it's the dark uh, is it humor. Like, okay. Okay. Listen, hysterical I as in haha. That guy. Comedy horror. It is in fact a horror comedy. Two different things. It's uh, in my boots. Like, and so it's just it's. I think it's, again, it's one of those things, like, the people that don't like it and don't say it's, like, worth watching are the ones that don't understand camp, because this movie is full camp. It's fucking, it's campy as fuck. Um, I it, did. It's gonna be a following. It's gonna be a full following. Um, and, like, if they don't like it, again, totally fine. Because, like, this is very much a movie that is for the people who get it. But it's sort of like, um, um, God, it's, the best okay, is it like is, is it's, like, it's weird to say it's it, like salsa because you're like, oh, like, this is not spicy to me. But somebody else could be like, this is the fucking spiciest shit I've ever had. Is- and so, is like, it at all like Mama? Did you watch that bit, A little where it's bit. Like, where it's like, it takes itself so seriously, but no. when you actually the situations, you're like, this is hilarious, that makes no sense. Okay, no. It does, like, it, it leans, it knows it's campy, like, and it leans into it, but also, like, everybody in the movie does play it straight, but, like, it is camp. It's like... I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to describe it, and all I can keep thinking of is um, a little bit like the first Evil Dead movie, where, you know, Uh, it it wasn't intentionally, it wasn't intentionally a comedy, but it's very horror-driven, but in that, there is also comedy. Yeah. And so then, like, at least with, like, Evil Dead 2, they leaned more on comedy, so it's, like, it's right between, like, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, because it does lean into the comedy, um, and, um, but again, it's, like, it's dark comedy, because, like, we've all seen the trailer where she, like, is in the hallway, and she's dancing. That like, is yeah. so fucking funny in retrospect, it's man. So it had me scared shitless watching it in that theater, not gonna lie, but and it's just... after the fact, it is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, and, like, they know it, and it's, and it's just, it's fucking great, but you, you, one, you have to be a horror fan, two, your humor has to be a little bit on the dark side, because I'm just saying there's a moment with a power washer that is fucking hysterical, but only for people with dark humor, um... So I there was say, a lot I of could laughter. not watch that straight on. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, fine. You've convinced me. I'm gonna have to watch it. <laughs> um, I think the funniest. I think the funniest meme that I've seen come out of it so far is like the poster, but superimposed on like Megan's face is uh, uh, fucking Jordan Peele in Keen Peele, like being Megan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend yeah, is like Megan. She didn't. She didn't need her jacket. Like that's like that's the best meme I've seen so far come out of it. That was You're great. Welcome. And then all I'm saying is it does have um, the best use of um, song choices. <laughs> like I definitely oh don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But there is like a, a scene of a song that's used, and you're like. You're just dying, laughing. It's, it's so fucking ridiculous in the moment. It, it's just me. like, why? But it's, oh my god, it's just, yeah. Just know that, okay. like, the people that made this movie, because, again, it was written by James Wan and, oh god, I'm blanking on her name. Um, Allie, hey, fuck. Anyway, fuck, I'm gonna have to look it up because it's gonna bug me. Hold up. Okay, well, um, can I... Welcome back and a happy new year back to Space Society Collective Podcast. That is a brief until Benny can find the name of the black writer who yes. wrote Megan. Because I don't fucking know. Akila Cooper. There we go. I knew it was an A. Uh. When I found out it was a black woman who wrote this, I was like, 
the studio even like okay so it was originally supposed to be like bloodier like mm-hmm. uh but then the studio because of the response from fucking uh tiktok with that first trailer they were just like mm-hmm. yeah can we make this pg-13 and honestly you don't it, you don't even feel the change like i watching it i'm like this didn't even really need to be an r-rated movie um so like what they do with it is amazing um but yeah anyway fucking go watch this movie i my favorite part undeniably has to be whoever was underneath that cgi mask for megan because she does a absolutely fantastic job of being a robot dude she like she's so good at it that little girl so her name was also like an a1 hold on let me look it up um amy amy donald um so she's the one she was a dancer and so like they weren't even really supposed to have that dance scene or they you know they didn't even expect it to be like as big as it was and then she does that and they're like okay this is great let's keep doing this so for some reason i saw that like i saw pieces of that dance scene and all i can hear in my head is that like song from wednesday going on my god yeah like, mm-hmm. that wasn't the song that they used in the actual show that was just the tiktok trend the tiktok one yeah oh okay well I, to be fair I haven't the original one yet. was was it b52s was that i the... do not know the actual song they used because Rock i haven't Lobster. watched it yet either i just know that it wasn't the lady gaga one yeah i still need oh. to watch it too it's on my list, along with, like, a billion other things. And instantly, oh so we're watching Markiplier's FNAF series again for the 50th time. Oh my god, I have, yes. a, I, have a, I have a quick thing, but it has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, so I can bring it up later. <laughs> Please do. Excellent. Uh, all I was going to say was, it's been stuck in my head for, like, the past two days since I've seen it. Um, I was watching, uh, watching, I was looking at, like, a, a fucking listicle thing of, like, famous celebrities and their children, and there was a specific one where I had to do a double take because I was like, holy shit, that's Onion. That's onion. Do, you, do you know who, which celebrities kid you look exactly like in my brain? No, I do not. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in chat because I I asked Oz as a second opinion and they're like holy shit that's really close what the fuck I was like yeah this is basically onion on slightly more tea. <laughs> I was gonna say hold on hold on hold on. No offense. Also, side note: the song was "Goo Goo Muck" by the Cramps. So hmm. sorry to any Cramps fans that were no, you're annoyed that me- I said B52s. Tell me, uh, I just dropped it in the multiverse. Tell me, Pierce Brosnan's son is not Onion. I need to save my head immediately. Holy shit. Huh? Right? I mean. Right? Holy crap, right? It's it's the jawline, the freckles, and the forehead. It's everything. Honestly. I was like, I I did a double take because I was like, wait, what? You could have just said jawline. You didn't have to say forehead, bro. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's part of it. It's a face. Forehead is part of the face. I know, but it's like... And the hair. It's it, mm-hmm. The hair does play a mm-hmm. part. Let's yeah. Let's the hair you have that hair. good, like, Steve Harrington. I wish like, my hair, hair was that healthy. That's like me a couple of weeks ago roasting the fuck out of uh, William H. Macy. For his fucking makeup in whatever movie he was in, like I was going in on that roast. Like I bet you his forehead doesn't cast dreams; it casts fucking movies, man. Like his. <laughs> what well, is it? Isn't there a Family Guy joke about that where it's like William H Macy is playing like a movie on his head, and then he's like get visited by Kurtwood Smith or some shit like that? I haven't watched Family Guy in over shit. 10 years. That was like a 10-year-old episode. I I haven't watched it in a while either. So, I, I'm i like, I'm good with Family Guy. I have nothing with, against Seth MacFarlane. Just now we just feel blank. Yeah, I kind of... I don't have anything against Family Guy. I just kind of stopped caring about it, maybe like in t- 2012. Because, um... 
Yeah, there's just this thing. Satirical shows like that. So, like, Family Guy. South Park. Fucking Rick and Morty. Where it's, like, the fans either just ignore that it is satire or don't understand. Yeah. And on top of that, now I... Now there's even more competition with watching Rick and Morty now. Have you guys heard? I know, that's what I say. Like, even the Rick and Morty fandom, like, they were always pretty fucking sus. Like, they they were not great in my esteem. And then now after these um, fucking new texts and the arrest and all that shit. um, Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed Rick and Morty when it was out. I don't need to anymore, if that makes sense. Like, like I, I, I saw there was a TikTok, and I was like, "God damn it, you fucking assholes!" Where someone was like, you know, like, um, not quite poking fun at it, but you know, doing like a little jokey call out about yeah. it. But then, like, all the Rick and Morty fans in the chat were like, "It's just DV. That's not that big a deal." And I'm like, mm. This is this is why that fandom is trash. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there, there's a lot of reason the fandom is trash. It's, it, like Rick and Morty has always been one of those things where it's just like I I don't ever admit that I watch it except for the people that I know who know me because mm-hmm. I'm always afraid of people associating me with the Rick and Morty fandom. Right, which in and of itself is an issue. You know what I mean? I like if you can't tell somebody that you watch or listen to something because the fandom itself ruins it so much, that's already a problem. I wanna, yeah. I want to give ourselves a gold star for something. For what? We went a good 10 minutes talking about Megan. Yeah. And now we're at 12 minutes and we're now we hit our first tangent. It took us 12 minutes to hit the tangent. I wouldn't even call that a tangent. I would just call that natural evolution of a conversation because how long do you want us to talk about Megan? Yeah. Why yes, that was a natural conversation. I feel like what started it off, Jason, do you know what you look like? And then boom, we went on from there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I thought, because I was like, oh, is wait, is this dude in the movie? Because we were then talking about that, okay. and then you brought up fucking William H. Macy, which then led to fucking Damon speaking about Family Guy, which then led to me speaking about that fandom and all these other fandoms. That is a natural okay, progression so of a conversation. Here's a question. Excuse my autism, but did I not did I not understand how a con- do I not understand how a conversation works still? No, you said or- a conversation. Okay, because I legit, I, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying because we're on a completely different topic than we were like 12 minutes ago. But I thought that's how conversations go, unless I'm wrong. But for me, I, I feel like I can't speak. I can't speak for everyone. For me, if we're done with one conversation and we're gonna move on to something else, I like I need the conversation. I feel like you are just upset that you can't do your awkward little segues that you always try and do. No, it's the new year, a new me, yeah. no more segues. Yeah, no, it's okay. No I more segues. Solved it. I solved it. You did not solve it because I don't have no topic coming up. I'm just, I'm here vibing, bro. I'm yeah, vibing. no, you've just derailed this conversation. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, oh, my God. That is a tangent. So, okay, fine. Here, here's a, here's a, now, you want to transition? Now we're going to sit silence waiting for Dez to be like, here's what we're going to talk about next with some weird transition. Okay, so here's a here's a transition. You want to transition? So after Dez derailed that, I just had uh, a dinner at a nice restaurant that is literally next to the train tracks here in Indiana. Because I'm recording from Indiana. And man, so was a good... You derailed and... right into a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you were talking about me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. talking about me and segues. Excellent. <sighs> well, this is literally him emulating... Them emulating you and your transitions. Was it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> a good one? We we have you have to put in the stuttering, my stuttering. All my, right, guys. My, my, I guess my, I... my mispronunciations on words. You, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna be me, please be me. 
It's like, all right, all right guys, uh, I don't have a transition for the for the conversation, so good fuck night. Yeet! For the audio listeners, um, the daemon pretty much yeeted himself into his nice kind of Indiana um, bed. Bruh, I feel like this room is too big for me. I'm not going to complain too much because, uh, you know, work paid for it. But I got a couch, a wet bar, and a bed that's, like, too big for me. And I'm like, this is too nice. Oh, my God. Are you going to, like, starfish tonight when you're in the bed? I I starfished last night. I absolutely (laughs) starfished last night. Like, I never get to sleep in a king bed, so I'm just, like, sleeping, like, fucking... (laughs) Nice. I feel like that always happens, like, with hotels where you're like, oh, my God, huge bed. What? And then it's like, I miss fall. It is weird. It was weirdly warm enough for me to not even need blankets last night. I'm jealous. I'm oh, jealous. Right? I, I was shivering like a motherfucker. See, that's what I was telling people. Okay, so I came out here, right? And and I was talking to people at work and stuff. And and there's a couple people that are out here that moved from Cal- from California at the plant that I normally am at that moved out here so that way they could get this one ready. And I was talking with them, and they're like, "Yeah, no. When I moved out here, I was like, am I transitioning? Am I transitioning very well into the weather, or is it weirdly less affecting me here?" And I think one of the big things, and I think I think Benny, you might have mentioned this. I'm not sure if it was you or someone else I was talking to, but like the fact that even though, for example, normally I'm in California, which means normally I'm between the temperature of like. 50 degrees to 75 give or take on any day right mm-hmm. on average most of, like recently it's been a little colder but like i've been sitting in my house at like 48 degrees 52 degrees fucking freezing and being like i need blankets i need jackets like holy crap why is it so cold shivering and yet out here it's between like 33 and 48 and I don't feel nearly as cold. I can go outside without a fucking jacket and I'm okay. Like, what the hell is going on? And then someone mentioned to me the difference. And I hate, I really do hate this. Well, it's a dry cold out there. It's a dry <laughs> cold out here versus a wet cold in, in, in California. And I weirdly kind of get it. Because yeah. since we're getting cold from the marine layer... Wet cold sticks into your fucking bones, chills you to the bone, and then you can't get warm even when you're trying yeah. to get warm because your fucking soul is cold. Yeah. But out that's here, it's I, more like a cold box. Yeah, that's I'd always crack up that like that's the sign when you like you know you're uh, officially old because yeah you'll be talking about the weather and you're gonna be like you know it's nice out here and at least it's that dry heat you know it's, or it's that it's that dry cold. You can tell yourself, bro. <laughs> Because especially having lived in the fucking south, I'm just, the only thing I miss about that much humidity is not having to put lotion on constantly. Like, I could literally go, like, two days without putting lotion on. Benny, you're still right. How the fuck old do I all of a sudden feel? Because now I'm talking on a podcast about fucking weather. You talk about getting drunk and bitches, and now I'm talking about weather. Okay, but you brought up a great point. So fuck it today, where, like, you know, I've always had that, we can say, like, abstract idea of, like, me being like, yeah, I'm old, I'm out of touch with what a lot of the younger people are saying, whatever, it's fine. But most of the time, if they say, like, a word, I can usually pick up the context clues from the rest of the sentence to understand what they're referencing today. But today, today, someone said this fucking thing, and I literally could not understand what they meant. Um... So to give context, there was, uh, with my job, we have leads. And so some of the leads, like, will be, their uh, names will be, you know, like, shortened down. So, like, this place was a school that was called Mother of God School. But, like, Mm -hmm. it showed up as MOG School in our system. (laughs) Which is just really funny. And then my coworker Mm -hmm. kept making, like, Moogle jokes the whole time. Mm -hmm. So... And then she sends me this sentence, and she's like, Mog is a pog! And I was just... My brain 
shut down because I'm like, what the fuck does a coin flipping game from the 90s have to do with a Christian school? That's literally the first thing I thought about right now. I was like, what does Pog have to do with it? I'm not even joking. That's literally the first thing I thought about. I fucking mess her. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I'm old. What is Pog? And she's like, oh, it's like a, it's like, you know, the goat. It's great. It's really good. Oh and my so God, then they I opened it and they, fucking... they did, they meant fucking poggers, which is then derived from the game pog. And I was like, okay, I get it. I'm never going to get yeah. it now. Got it. Cool. I, cool. I haven't. I'm, I was so poor. I used to buy knockoff pogs at the oh fucking God, like. Right? I was yeah. Earlier today, I was praising the younger generation coming up behind us because they're gonna be going through a lot, and they're learning so much now. Not anymore. These youths. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna double these, down on the old days. These, these fucking youths. You gotta, you gotta sound like you're in my. Oh youth. my God! These, you sound like my youths. grandfather. Yeah, these fucking youths. I'm sorry, what, what's a ute? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you Two youths? What's a ute? I'm sorry, two youths walk into the sack of studs. <laughs> oh my god, I love my cousin Vinny. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I, was watching- I love that lawyers actually show that movie in law school. Yeah, yeah, because it's, like, it's actually like, it's it's so weird when you look at like the, the lexicon of of law movies and oh look at my cousin Jenny and be like why is that weirdly one of the most accurate ones about how procedure actually works right like <laughs> oh my god with how much shit like every other fucking thing gets wrong about it right? this 30 year old okay. movie is still like a shining beacon <laughs> do you want to take bets on which is more uh more lawfully accurate which i'm pretty sure no one's going to take the bets because i'm i'm we all know it's my cousin Vinny. but like what is more accurate my cousin Vinny or she hulk my cousin Vinny. yeah right right because i'm trying to think i'm like she hulk does have a lot of procedural stuff but not that much and the stuff that it does i'm not sure if it gets it right they, I think they leaned too hard. They were like, look, we're just like a comedy show. And so I think you can watch, uh, what is it, Legal Eagle on YouTube. He does a I do watch a lot of. Yeah. I do watch a lot of Legal Eagle. I, I watch Legal Eagle and, what's it, the doctor dude, Dr. Mike. Because for yes. some reason they're both interchangeable in my head. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're two just nice looking white men. So you're like, cool, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't remember white men for their content more their faces. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but yeah, he did a funny little breakdown of uh, She-Hulk, and he's like, "Look, nice. they didn't take themselves seriously. I'm not going to take this." <laughs> it's like- nice. That's very good. Um, I do actually. I do have something. I was looking at tabletop games, like on off chance if we want to play something different. And there's one that came up that I want to present to everyone. It is called Masks: A New Generation. So players will have to create their own superheroes. And you have to fight a giant mechanized robot that's trying to destroy Halcyon City. And it's up to you heroes to not only deal with your own personal trauma as a youth, (laughs) but also come together. It's basically like Teen Titans, but this is... uh, you get to create your own character. Be a, you That's get cool. Be, you get to be a team of superheroes. Did any other neuro spicy people, when you heard that it was called masks, you're like, I mask every day. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, am I a hero? I already mask constantly. Well, it, it, this definitely... Nobody, the funny thing is, is being neurodivergent is almost exactly like being fucking Harvey Dent. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's almost exactly... Not Harvey Dent. I'm just thinking of the movie. Like, being neurodivergent is almost exactly like Christian Bale Batman in the way where it's just like, nobody cares who I was until I took off the mask. Well, I guess I'm not neurodivergent. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I guess I'm I guess I'm not because when I saw Mask New Generation, I thought they was talking about the eighties anime show Mask. To be fair, you are much less uh mental well, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Not mentally stressed. You're much less um it's fine to be like mentally impaired. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna straight up describe myself as mentally impaired. You're much less mentally impaired than I am. So when I hear anything about masking, I'm like, ah, yes, tis me every day. Tis I. <laughs> uh, and I was look. I was when I was looking at it. It's very simple. There's only they only use two d6 for scenarios and combat. Which is so funny because I meant to just send a message on Sunday where I would just be like, sorry guys, I'm out of spoons. But then I was like, I feel like some people (laughs) wouldn't get that. I sent that to one of my other friends because we were supposed to see a movie earlier that day. I was like, I'm all out of spoons. She's like, I don't know what you mean. And I'm like... Just so you know, everyone in our D&D chat and almost literally every friend I have on Discord, probably minus Dez understands what spoons are and we use that term with each other all the time so you would have absolutely been understood if you said you have no spoons cool good to know for future reference we literally say that all the time awesome because spoons is one of those really good references about neurodivergency that's just like kind of weirdly universal in the space when you think about it. Like, whenever you talk to a neurodivergent person who spent any time in the space, nine times out of ten, they're going to understand what you mean when you say I'm out of spoons. I've actually heard spoon theory be described with spell slots instead of spoons. It's very good when you look at a spell slot, too. Because you can always expend a higher level spell slot for a lower level spell, but you cannot expend a lower level slot for a high level spell. And when you use your slot, you gotta wait until you have a long rest, or depending on what it is, you have a short rest, and then you can gain maybe some low level spoons back, but you're never gonna get high level spoons back. Exactly. Hello, listeners. Spell slots just clicked in my brain so much better. I... Hello, listeners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm Desi, Desi's Dead Robinson, (laughs) and if you're like me, and you don't know what they're talking about, you're not alone. But also, I love each and every one of these people. And, and if so, you're like us, and you do understand what we're talking about, we love you as well. Me too, so love you to as give well, a and welcome to the Spicy Spectrum. Yeah, just to give a rundown of Spoon Theory, it's basically the concept that you only have so many spoons in a day. For example, we'll go with five spoons. and Yeah, like you have only so many spoons in your drawer. Yeah, and tasks expend spoons. So, say washing the dishes is one spoon, but going out grocery shopping is like three spoons. You know, and once you run out of spoons, you don't have any more spoons for the day. But you can start pulling forks from that drawer <laughs> instead. So, and, um, basically, overexpend yourself. So, in my yeah. in my mental brain, I'm thinking since I feel like I'm an extrovert introvert, if I'm working in public and I expend all my energy dealing with the general public, and I get home, I do not want to be online with each and every one of you because I have to recharge because I'm spending my day outside. Yeah. The Exactly. It's very similar to how people describe their social battery. Mm -hmm. It's got a similar concept to it, but it's a bit more geared towards people that are neurospicy or have, you know, like disabilities and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And social battery is like introverts wake up with the full battery, but Mm -hmm. when they go outside, and start having to interact that's they start losing power versus extroverts who start out empty but once they go outside they start charging up they they get power from like interacting yeah (laughs) neurodivergent people are sorcerers and uh, extroverted people uh or i should say not neurodivergent but introverted people are sorcerers and extroverted people are like Fucking, what, what's the word? Um, like bards, almost. I was gonna say, like, yeah, a I lot feel of like your, a lot of your power. Uh, a lot of your power, like 
not only comes from yourself, but you have the ability to affect others and like give them advantage on their roles. That bardic inspiration. Bardic inspiration, exactly. Like you are the person that allows other people to like not only feed, but like it, it's not just feeding because it's not parasitic because you yourself like doing that in a certain way so if you want to look at it as like spell slots does it's like yeah let's say you go out and you spend a bunch of time doing shit outside let's say you go out and you got to go pay a bill or go like take care of something adult that's a fucking sixth or seventh level spell slot and you only have one or two of those but then you come back and then you're like all right cool i'm at home maybe i have enough spell slots left to do some smaller things for third level fourth level i can get online i can play some games i can talk to people but, for example, you're at home, and then uh, you know a family member's like, "Hey, we don't have stone. We don't have this. We don't have that. We need to go out. and We need to go get all this shit." It's like, fine. I even though I don't have a sixth level slot, I can still go out. I can cast the spell. I can do third or fourth levels. It's going to take me a couple more spells. But by the time I get back home, I'll be out. But I completed the task. And then you get home, and then you find out, holy shit. I needed that 6th level slot the other day. Well, unfortunately, I can't do anything about it. All I can do is either die or take a long rest. That's me every that day. That is... And then, essentially, you understand what the system is, then. Yeah, I think I explained it. I think I explained my point of view. To, uh, not to the expertly way how y'all explained it, but yes, I get it. It's just, a, it's just a way of metering, like, how much you can handle in a day as a person and everybody's different everybody like assigns different things mentally in their head to different values which even though they might not recognize it is absolutely something that like literally everyone does it's just certain people have less than others and that's perfectly okay but that's the thing where like a lot of people that are extroverted may not understand where they're like hey i'm trying to give you spell slots back it's like hey doesn't work like that buddy <laughs> yeah and then it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, look, you need to back the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yo, you need to get away from me before I just straight up, like, start attacking. Because that's all I can do left. <laughs> that's me every day with um, dealing with knee pain for, for from the age of 15 to now. Yeah, exactly. Now, so if you want to look at knee pain like that, that's a constant spell slot that you got to use every single day. Which means inherently you are down a spell slot more than you would think you normally are. Because my brother was like, we got to do this, this, and this. And I was like, no, you have to. I told him, stop right there. I was like, what? See, you judge the day on how we can get done. I judge the day on how long my knee is going to be like, look, motherfucker. I get you have the will to do it. But you have a you have a existing disability that you've been dealing with the majority of your life. And it's cold. It took you an hour to get the fuck up. It took you an hour to finally get into the shower. That's two hours. That's half your day gone already. And you get up. Yeah. At, you get up at eleven o'clock every morning. <laughs> so I tell my brother like that. He's like, "So you're not going to the movies?" Fuck no. He's <laughs> like, "So, so you're telling me that you don't have? Uh, <laughs> so you're telling me that you can't cast like Dimension Door?" I no. Oh my god, I wish I could dimension door to the fucking movie. Right. Do you know how... Okay, easily, I think that is one of the top tier powers that most people sleep on. Just fucking instant teleportation. It's like, okay, you could go anywhere. But it's like, do you realize how potentially strong that really... Not only every day, but like in most situations, teleportation, even if you don't want to go far, how OP that power could theoretically be? Dude, I could literally do it just to travel the world. I feel like it, like that's one thing, right? I'm thinking about it in an evil way, probably. Then don't give me teleportation. But also, like, I mean, if they had a literal vault, I would be robbing all the fucking billionaires. Because I'm just imagining, like, let's say, let's say you, let's say somebody oh, tries to mess with you and you just want to fuck out of them, right? You just in... teleport constantly and create after images of yourself thereby essentially cloning yourself and then just making people be like what the fuck's going on and you just stop right behind them. basically being could a you possibly dimension door a guillotine 
do we want to go Nightcrawler oh, logic rules or D D logic rules? <laughs> rules are written raw. Technically, no, because the way that the spell is written is that you can either take a willing creature or anything you can carry on your person. So unless you can carry the guillotine you as one person, no, you can't. Ooh, okay, so you know how they have those, like, um, cigar little, like, cutters that, like, go on your fingers, so it's, like, literally the little circle, you, you know... Yes, a quick and dirty, otherwise yeah. known as a quick and dirty circumcision. Yes. Yes. Um, what if we use that same logic, but like with something accordion sized? <laughs> and then okay, now I have then, that weapon. Now I have to make that weapon. Please, please. <laughs> I, I kind of really like that. What if it was just a giant cigar cutter that, like, okay, you know those fucking like. I forgot what it's called, but, like, those big-ass, like, uh, wooden uh, stockades that they would throw people in and, like, yes. throw, throw tomatoes at them in the center of town. What yes. if it was that, but also it cut your head off? <gasps> oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then you could have, I mean, just, it's like, so, like, when it's, like, down, it's closed, like, nobody can be in it, but then once you slide it up. Remember that episode? Like, like, uh, what if you what if you use that and you set up a trap and cast dimension door somewhere and lure someone to pass through the dimension door without you being in it? And as soon as they pass through, you on the other side with that exact thing, bam, guillotine. Yes. Oh my God, they had that whole scene and fuck it. I mean, it was a running gag in Hunchback of Notre Dame, but literally there was the gag where the guy kept getting out of the traps but then falling into another one. You are deformed, I am deformed, and you are <laughs> ugly. And I am ugly. Have you seen that episode of the Boondocks where they got Bushido Brown to try to fight uh, Stick Maner's uh, crew? And the home chick pulled no. out. You no. No. Watch it. Home chick pulled out. I don't remember that. You need to watch it. There's, home chick pulls out a, a, a whip guillotine. Bruh, what the fuck is a whip guillotine? Basically. Is that that? Is that just that, like, sword whip thing that Ivy has in Soul Calibur? Yes, but it's it's a normal whip, and it has a giant-ass um, hook at the end of it that looks like a hat. And once it whips around your neck, all you do is just hold it and then slap! There's your neck. Bruh, Akame Got Kill was not that good of an anime, and it was a decent manga, but I really love those giant scissor weapons that that one chick had. Where she'd like fight with it almost like a sword and a shield because of how big it was, but then just like walk up to people and like big asses or just cut off limbs. What anime was that? That is a Kamega kill. Never heard of it. Yeah. Don't bother with the anime. The anime is decent, it's okay, but it doesn't really go anywhere, it doesn't really finish well. The manga's better, but it's still not an overly remarkable one. Oh, you know what it was announced? Uh, well, they posted it themselves. Johnny Bosch Young is coming back to voice Bash to Stampede for Trigun Stampede. Yes! Oh, damn. That's pretty cool. That's cool. 25 years. <laughs> Fucking Trigun is easily one of the first anime that I remember. Like, I know, I remember, like, I watched yes, Robotech. Well, Vash hasn't Trigun. been seen around here in 25 years. Right. <laughs> what, was the name, what was the name of that the, the side character that he was friends with the what? the tall chick with the big machine gun? Oh, Millie and Merle. Uh, Merle. Oh my god! That's fucking a, Millie. Oh, that's I'm, awesome. I'm still, yeah, I know. I'm still mad. I was able to get Vash. I wasn't able to get Millie or Merle or Wolfwood at the time. There's there's a I, I've been reading One Punch Man manga, and I'm like a little farther into it. It's I, I'm pretty sure I'm farther into it than the show goes in right now. But um, but there's a character in there that absolutely reminds me of Millie, just uh, a little bit more serious, but specifically like with a big ass gun and like hiding it under your your cloak all the time and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like it reminds me. Oh my me god! That one episode where her and the fucking preacher pretended to be like a fucking married couple. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Like that. Fucking that. Okay, number one, I still have my complete DVD box set of that nice. show. Never getting rid of that. Um, Very good. 
also since streaming is being a fucking bitch, I might just have to go back to DVDs um, yeah. after this, because everything, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while, and then I'm like, oh, I have to subscribe to Paramount Plus now. Okay. How oh, many times have no. okay. I been seeing you my login for Paramount Plus? Oh. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly forget, date us a little bit. I'm gonna slightly date us a little bit. It's okay. Onion, when was the last time you remember purchasing a DVD? Um, well, I rented a DVD like a couple months ago. Um, the question was, when was the last time you rented out a DVD? Um, because theoretically, when you remember purchasing DVDs. Well, not you, but see, that's what I mean about dating us. Like, do you ever remember a time before, like, ordering video on demand? Whether it's digital or physical? I do do remember when, like, Netflix became a big thing and stuff like that. Um, Right, but I think you remember before that. We really had, like, TV on demand stuff when we had cable because we were poor. Um, Mm -hmm. To answer your question, though, I don't think... I have ever personally purchased a DVD with my money um, because by the time I started working, DVDs were irrelevant. I still remember, like, literally being the thing of, like, every week we go to Walmart and we go check out the, like, newly released DVDs of the movies that we saw a year and a half ago in the theater because that's how long it took to get them. Damn, that's baller. You guys want to know. Well, to to be fair, a year and a half for VHSs. Sorry, DVDs were more like six months. But you said week. You went weekly. I had to wait once a month. That's fair. You know what? I'm probably wrong. You're right. It probably wasn't weekly. I'm pretty I, sure it was. You want to know say... when the last time I bought DVDs was? When? It was last month. Same year. I, got nice. I bought three of them. I know. You want to guess? <laughs> Do you want to guess what three DVDs? I bought last month. Technically, Blu-rays. Are they are they connected to each other or random? Mm, kind of connected to each other. Did you purchase them as a box set or just like, hey, these are this is like a series of movies or something that they I... are all separate, not a box. Modern. Set. What do you mean modern? Contemporary as like in date the range. Hmm. So like this past year? Are they movies? Are they they're movies? movies. Last year? But not within the last year. Okay. No, he's gone for a while. Um, I'm yeah, he's got a call. I'm trying to look because I hooked my brother up for his birthday in September because he asked for these. He likes obscure horror movies. I'm like, where the fuck you be keep finding these movies? He's like, your Amazon Prime account. I'm like, motherfucker! That's why my fucking algorithm on my goddamn Prime is all fucked up. Because every time I log into Prime to watch um, Leverage, it's his goddamn movies keep on the horror, these horror movies he keep, weird-ass horror movies he keep watching. Dude, Prime has, like, such a good selection of random-ass stuff but i mean i also say that because i am still actively subscribed to shutter and shutter has like a huge selection of random ass fucking horror movies oh, amazon is slow. let me look up the movies that i bought Sorry about that. oh you did okay. uh, work, uh, it was a work call thing I can just tell you the the titles of the DVDs, uh, or if you want to keep guessing, totally fine. I kind of want to guess, but oh, okay, I didn't hear. Okay. I didn't hear the answer. I didn't hear the answer of whether or not it was within the past year. There are three movies, but not within the past year. Within the past five years, they are all over a decade. Okay, then they could be any movie. That's yeah, too, that's too yeah, much. Yeah, that's too, it's too great. <laughs> I can tell you they are animated movies. Animated. Can you give Anime? me a video? Hmm? Anime or cartoon? Uh, cartoon. Yeah, what's the studio? Hmm. Does it give it away? Are they Studio Ghibli movies? They are not, but... Um, okay, we did, we did just say cartoon, not anime. 
So one I mean, yeah, is I guess. Disney. It depends on what you consider Studio Ghibli. Um, one is Disney. Uh, not Studio Ghibli, but Disney. Disney, um, okay. And then the other two. So I feel like saying it, you're going to guess pretty well what they are. But the other two are DreamWorks. Do does the Disney movie have a sequel? Hmm? Does the Disney movie have a sequel? None of these movies have sequels. None of them have sequels. They are all standalone movies. And they're all over a decade old. Yes. And they're over a decade old. Yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get more specific than that because I know like it'll Okay, DreamWorks wise, the two films, can I guess? You said mm-hmm. over a decade. Absolutely. Are if you they... have a feeling you won't I'm... guess the, the Disney one. Like I can Is it is it is it uh Joseph, King of Dreams and uh and uh the other one? Shit. <laughs> Fucking Prince of Egypt. One is Prince of Egypt. Ah, I called one. I at least called one. Okay. Yes. Prince of, you said semi-related. That's why I was going with that. Okay. Yeah. And I was Prince saying that Egypt. because they were DreamWorks. Okay. Prince of Egypt, El Dorado. Yes. <laughs> ah. And, okay. Is the Disney semi-related to that time frame? Yes. Atlantis. No. Because I already own that one treasure planet. Yes. (laughs) Excellent choices. You get all the cookies. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, okay, talking all around the same time period, you're talking about the golden age of thousands animation, if any of those were like there. Yes. I I don't want to... No, I'm not gonna. We we having too much fun. I don't want to be the wet blanket. What? <laughs> the only ones that I actually liked it of the nine of the thousands movies was the Road to El Dorado and uh, well, didn't Upper's New Groove come out in the nineties or was it two thousands? Two thousands. So the so Emperor's New Groove is two thousand. What yeah. part of the two thousands? The that I mean anything. Like, like the oldest shit. The oldest one I have here is technically Prince of Egypt because that came out in ninety eight. Yeah, yeah I mean, Prince of Egypt is one of my first visual memories. I remember <laughs> being dragged to see Prince of Egypt. I was like, I don't. I was not dragged. I begged to watch it more. I was like, if I want to watch this, I'll just wait. For Easter Sunday to watch the Ten Commandments, and I it's remember such a good movie. I don't like it. Okay, uh, do you want me to spark a hardcore like, like uh, triggering memory for most likely Des and Benny, maybe Onion, but mm-hmm. also like an audience that is theoretically our age? Sure. Coming soon to own on VHS oh, and TV. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, and then that's whatever that yeah. fucking like intro music was. Yeah, it was always it was always you would hear that and then you would always hear the, the commercial for Epcot. That's like the same era as the Disney fast play shit. It it was my well, you gotta run to that remote. Yeah, I remember being triggered and hearing coming that coming soon, and then the ha Nenya, dude. Yeah, that coming soon drone on video and DVD. Oh my god, remember when they used because this obviously was not too long ago. This was a like right around the start of like streaming or whatever but when they used to do those fucking things we're like get it now before it's locked in the disney vault forever yeah. never to be seen again oh my god especially when if you watch sons of bitches especially if you watch i love that people abc's one saturday morning and they show that disney vault shit i remember sitting like oh no they gotta put cinderella behind the vault oh no click let's go to fox kids I remember how much of a point of pride it was that, like, my cousins had bought those Platinum Collection DVDs before they got locked in the vault. And then it yeah. was like, I remember the day that I realized, I'm like, they're doing that for money because there's no reason they don't have to sell it. 
Like, they could right. just sell it. <laughs> yeah. They're, you know, it's like De Beers and the Diamonds. They're just like... Yeah. Oh, it makes, we're gonna just it makes me really lock this away to increase that value and demand. Okay, thanks. Bye. It makes me laugh how many people recently were like, oh my god, I saw online that the Black Diamond Collection VHSs are all worth something. I was like, no, they're really not. They were one of the most common ones, but sure. I think yeah. we'll go ahead and tell you that. Yeah. I know for me, I will more likely go, because I don't want to watch it in streaming because it's too easy. I'd rather have X Files as a collection, because I know at some point Fox, well, Fox doesn't exist. Some point, someone's gonna be like, "I own the rights to X Files. We're gonna take this shit off of streaming." Like pretty much what Disney's doing with the majority of their movies. That's the same reason I really want to buy all the Avatar uh, show again, because mm-hmm. I, 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 Dude. I was buying. I was buying the Avatar episodes as they came out, DVD by DVD, four episode collections, the way they came yeah. out. Dude, I told you. Well, because even with um, fucking Amazon, because, you know, they have that purchase option, it's still yeah. not guaranteed that it's going to be yours forever. Here's a flashback. Yep. Before Benny, you and um, you and Annie came on, we was literally talking about Avatar, the last Airbender. And I remember this specifically during the pandemic. Both the LS Airbender and Legend of Korra were like ten bucks a piece, Blu-ray on sale. I remember telling this young person right here, "Buy it, buy it now." I think I am genuinely upset because I still think about this because I had a massive DVD collection, but when Mm -hmm. I moved into my smaller apartment, I literally just did not have space for everything. So I went through. All my DVDs to get rid of some where I'm like, okay, it's fine. I can watch this on streaming. And the one I regret the most to this day is fucking Better Off Dead because I cannot find that movie anywhere. And I had that bitch on DVD. It was the little special edition one. And I am so fucking upset because that movie is so goddamn funny. Dark comedy for sure. Just tag warning there <laughs> but really oh my god so fucking good and i just nobody has it and i um, missed it i'm kicking myself that's tragic um harlem night you know i i've been looking for that i still movie. have my Sorry, mm-hmm. go, ahead. go ahead no go for it go for it go harlem nights is the movie i've been looking for on dvd and i was like they never made it on dvd i randomly google searched it Amazon had it for eleven dollars. I was like, "All right, I'll wait till next month when I got some money to get it." Damn, it, it went up to sixty goddamn dollars. I still, I still have most of my That's a good movie too. my childhood VHSs. Most VHSs that I owned, a lot younger, I still have between two suitcases in my storage. Nice. We saw that Okay. My mom's house, and God knows she doesn't really take care of anything. Was it? I I was cleaning up my house this weekend, and I found my dual VHS box set of Titanic. Oh my God! Yes. (laughs) Two VHSs because that was too long for one VHS. It was too long for one. Oh. Oh, my God. Uh. Again, uh. Rather you spend the two hours and 48 minutes watching Titanic than the three hours and 30 minutes of Avatar 2. I'm going to continually bash this fucking movie, even though it's made enough money that they're like, oh, yeah, we can greenlit fucking Avatar 4 and 5. And I'm just like, why? You know what I did? God damn it. Why? You know what I did? Oh, wait. Hmm. My three hours, I was able to buy some Legos, and I spent that three hours that could have been spent to watch an Avatar, which we know we're not. Gonna, I'm not going to do. And building this mech that just—it fucking pops. I'm not a fan of the color blue, but this fucking color blue fucking pops. I'm talking about you go into my room, you see that mech, you're gonna be like, that blue fucking pops, bro. Nice. You know, you know what I spent three hours on last weekend instead of Avatar. 
finishing the rest of Jedi Fallen Order on Grandmaster. I finished, like, from those three hours were from when you fight, like, you know, like, fighting Terran Malikos to finishing the game. Damn. Nice. I got, oh, I got my friend. And I'll say this. It took me longer to beat Terran than it did to beat Trilla at the end of the game. So, so I know I know we can't talk about this right now uh, because we're going to be doing it next week with the back-to-back episodes. But all I'm going to say is, after watching that first episode of The Last of Us, I'm like, well, fuck! Now I got to go back and replay this goddamn game. All right, let's fucking do this. I heard it, I heard it was very faithfully recreated as far as the beginning of the game, in, like including shot for shot. Jeff's kiss. Hmm. I wonder if I have that same. I I'm. Mm. I'm actually like, and then it's also like because so like I just I was like okay well I'm gonna have to replay this and then it also sort of gave me that kick in the pants because like I started playing Last of Us two and then like you know obviously with the Last of Us games they're uh, downers um yeah very much so absolutely. I was not in a good headspace. I'm probably still not in a good headspace to play it, but I mean, that show was just like... I'm like, okay, well, once I finish Last of Us, I'm gonna just have to go right into Last of Us 2 and finish out this fucking series. Um, Nice. So, that's all I'm gonna gonna say about that. Speaking of series, um, our friend Jenny, Christian was asking, should they go in to watch Supernatural or X-Files? X Files. Oh Jesus! I said, I said neither. <laughs> they like, both started out so good and then end so fucking shitty. They're both ones where you're like, man, you should have stopped at season five. Yes, but I was, I, I was like, I asked Jen, I was like, what you're going through right now? Do you feel like you can devote your time? Even if you had the free time, do you feel you could devote your time in either show? She was like, no. I was like, don't do it. This is not the. This is not the yeah. time. There are very few, very fucking few shows that are past five seasons mm-hmm. that make it worth being past yeah. five yeah. seasons. Because I think my my problems with X Files, I was trying to watch the newer stuff, the newer stuff, but by the time I got towards the what we thought was the end, I was already burnt before going into the new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally the only episode you need to watch from that newer reboot season they did is the one with um why am I blanking on its name? Reese Darby? Yes, thank you. I did watch that episode because we actually before you left Facebook, we talked about that episode. Yes. Yeah. I remember that I don't episode. miss Facebook. I know you so much. It's very Wow. You, you miss, well, you now it. I feel hurt. You were on Facebook this whole time, and I didn't find out until after you left. Well, no, I was off Facebook before we were introduced. Oh, gotcha. You, you yeah. missed like, wow. okay, miss all the spicy <laughs> stuff I've been posting. No. No, I. It's not. Okay, it's the not spicy like stuff it. you've been posting. Uh, okay, okay, it's more spicy. I don't mean to be, it's, it's mean to be like, what you're posting is shit. I'm just saying, like, for my mental Yo, sanity, I, I I'm never be going like, on Facebook again. I, I mean to be like that. Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he does. <laughs> and I like to um, pass him up on it. I, my version of what is spicy. Because okay. I love your spiciness is basically whatever you just texted me like an hour before you put it on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Almost for bait. Because you're, 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 you're his tester. Thank you. Thank you. He's, he's got he's to gotta gauge it by how many LOLs or ha ha ha's. You send, and like, if you just do one LOL, he's like, ooh, it's not that funny. Okay. Or if you don't, no, because normally I do one LOL, and then he puts it on Facebook an hour later. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it goes, if I don't get a response, okay, I'll, all right, it's not good. I'm not going to post. But if I get The other LOL, thing, too, is that I might be working <laughs> before I see That is true. That is also true. And sometimes like, I can't wait. I'm just going to post and engage it. yeah. <laughs> It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh because the only other thing that, like, it's good, you know, there's nothing bad with it. I just laugh because I'm like, oh, okay, like, whenever I see Desi's Facebook feed, I'm like, I don't need to pay attention because I talk to him. 
except for specifically the 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 gamer like group that we're both in and then i'll see it and then i'll be like this is basically the questions that you were asking the group earlier but now you're just asking the, this group on facebook oh my god of course you would <laughs> yeah it's not a bad thing it's just one of those things where i'm like i love you guys but to me, that means that I don't care too much about your Facebook posts because I talk to you so often that I know what you posted before you posted it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, I don't even like, wrong with that. I'm just earlier. I'm one of the few. I'll be honest. The spicy stuff that you might be talking about is normally when you're like, hey. This is my opinion. Fuck you guys. And then I see the comments and I see like a bunch of people being like, but why, Des? And you're just like, because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> like, that does legitimately make me laugh when I see how many people try to convince you of something on Facebook and I'm like, that's not going to work. You're not even a person talking to them. It's hard enough to convince them in person, let alone over a text. Yeah, but majority that fuck you, that's why is my cousin who is... <sighs> He, he's just I know I say I'll go to therapy that motherfucker needs therapy yeah see the funny thing is the people who need therapy never go 85% of our fucking entire planet's population needs to fucking go to therapy um, right I think I think I said over fifteen percent of the population that are doctors. I think I think it's before, <laughs> and if I haven't, uh, and I they say, are already going to therapy with the other doctors. There's a lot. Nine out of ten doctors agree that your doctor needs therapy. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of black men today who still don't go get therapy. Like, like, bruh, yeah, quit dropping this machismo. Like, I have to be X, Y, and Z in front of the fucking public. Like, no. Like, motherfucker, yeah. go get help. the toxic masculinity. It's a, it's a very unfortunate metric that normally when it comes... Like, when you look at, like, the amount of people and the kind of people who do go to therapy, it is a unfortunately true metric that, like, men of color are amongst the least uh, uh, active when it comes to, um, like actively being involved in your own mental health and that unfortunately is a machista thing that is like passed down and taught unfortunately but yeah it, it's it's a really big thing that like technically you know men and women everybody of color but more specifically like men of color are the least likely to ever actually seek out mental help on their own without some kind of outside influence it's the patriarchy and that yeah. whole bullshit of just teaching Boys will be boys instead of teaching. Teaching boys will be boys and boys don't cry. Yep, boys Just don't cry. Combined. Yep. I, I, I shit you not. I haven't heard that term "boys will be boys" until I was like in my teens. But even then, my grandmother would beat the shit out of me. She was like, "None of that boys be." I've never heard the term within my family boys will be boys. It was always <laughs> from the from the men's side, it was always like, no, you need to do this, this, and this to be a man. I never heard any boys will be boys because I was always scared of the women in my family because they was always caring. It's very good. <laughs> Especially my aunt, my aunt. She's like, you fuck up, you do anything, and she pulled out a shotgun. I was like, yes, ma'am. Bruh, not to sound like a total beta, but we should absolutely be in a much more matriarchal society than we are right now. Just heads up, that also gives you trauma because that doesn't make you a better person. That just makes you scared of getting in trouble. Right? Yep, exactly. It's like, it, I love Thanks all these things. Like, generation. Right? It's like, the older generation is the only reason I know how to fucking lie my teeth out. Oh my god, right? <laughs> That's where I got my fucking masking skill from. Like, the fuck? Exactly. It's like, all this time while I was, like, starting out the early game, I was just leveling in full masking, and, like, hit masking 100, but, like, my smithing, intelligence, uh, yeah. uh, coordination, everything else is still at level 1. 
oh my god or when you tell like a funny story you're like oh this was so funny but then people are like i'm sorry what <laughs> and then it's like dead silence yeah. and you're like is that not funny you, you tell a funny story and then it takes other people for you to realize that it's not funny it's yeah. drama you're like mm, that's not and you're like mm, fuck yeah, right. You know it's not funny you know, when the person walks up, holds your hand, like, "Are you okay? Do you need help?" <laughs> like, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate that because it's happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the defenses come, like, just fucking swinging down, and you're just like, "Don't touch me! Do not touch me right now! Yep. Don't give me your kindness! I can't handle it because I'm two seconds away from breaking the fuck down." Okay, thank you. And, and then on the flip side, when you act like it's no big deal, so that way you can try to minimize the response, people are like, "Why aren't you reacting? This is oh traumatic." Right? And it's like, no, it's fine. Right? It's it's literally not a problem. It's like, wow, you're so much worse than we think you are. You're absolutely in denial. It's like, no, I'm not. I've just been living with my trauma for so long. I've had to learn to live with it because if I did decide to actually like think about it constantly, I would unalive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to unalive myself because there's um, Christian and Jason knows this for my therapy session. Unfortunately, listeners, you're not going to hear this part. Bibini is so with that thank you for listening to this part thank you for listening to our new episode of the year we got some great stuff we're working on um throughout the year more movie watch longs um we are working we are working on behind the scenes doing youtube we're still working on the logistical things of that more mainly making this old man know how to do shit on his own computer Bro, I'm not gonna lie. I thought we've only been going for like thirty minutes, forty minutes. I lost track of time. Jesus, we only, we only been going for an hour and um hour and ten minutes. Yeah, no, that's good. Shoot, I, I yeah. So next week, a new episode of Space Society, and also hopefully, hopefully next week, we'll get we we'll give you all our thoughts on The Last of Us episode one and two. And yeah, happy twenty twenty three. And remember, it's Tuesday the seventeenth. If you're listening to this after Tuesday the 17th, still go watch Psych Tuesday the 17th. It's all fucking awesome. <laughs>